TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Uh, Brett Veach will join us at 820. If you missed the interview aired earlier, we'll re-air that coming up at 820 today, our conversation with the Chiefs general manager. We got a live one on the text line today, Josh. And Bob, don't come on here preaching to us about holding more events at Arrowhead during the offseason. Nobody in Kansas City cares. I guess he interviewed everybody in Kansas City. Just like y'all forced the airport upon us, then completely ruined it with the design of the pickup. <laughs> yeah. um, no, they needed the airport. They may have screwed the pickup. Okay. I mean, it's, not, it's not on anybody else. It's yeah. on them. It's on a design flaw. They're going to take care of that one. Hear more complaints about that one now. Right. Than anything. Um. <laughs> Somebody wants me to get off the peace pipe this morning. Oh, wow. So we're getting grouchy on an angry text Wednesday. Yeah, it uh, is. It big is an angry game text coverage Wednesday. brought to you by Community America Credit Union. Community America Credit Union is proud to be the exclusive banking partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Get your Chiefs checking account, including the exclusive Chiefs debit card at ChiefsChecking.com. Why don't we get into that here? The stadium okay. Stuff. Yeah. Because okay. I think you have so, a really good perspective on the stadium that I didn't think of. You sent this rambling email and then finished it. <laughs> no, because you always like remind me of my take because we're old and we can't remember. Right, right. So I do write it down sometimes. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so you sent this rambling email and, and then at the end you're like, I guess it should just be a decision we all can make. Okay. All right. right? All right. And I like that kind of angle it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't surmised quite well is that what it's right right, so so i think clark hunt's making a major mistake by not putting a roof on the stadium he talked about architectural stuff and whatnot i understand that but we've got the best architectural firms in the world right here in kansas city right i'm not worried about that and just because you put a roof on it doesn't mean you have to close it on game day it's a retractable roof you can say we're putting this up here with the express written consent of getting other events. We're not going to close it on game day. We like the elements. We like the grass field. The fans like the elements. But you give yourself the option to put that roof up so you can get the Super Bowl, so you can get the Final Four, so you can get the bigger shows that come around during the wintertime, and you can generate more revenue because at the end of the day, this is what it's about. These teams want the new buildings to generate more revenue and the ability to be able to close Arrowhead and have huge events there when the weather isn't the best would be a great thing. Like, look at Indianapolis. I mean, they got that dome. They get all kinds of great things. All these dome cities are in these rotations. And being the home of college basketball, being the home of the franchise that coined the term Super Bowl, I'd like to have the two biggest events from those sports here in Kansas City. But right now, we're not able to do that because of the way that the stadium is. Now, maybe they'll throw us a bone, Josh, with these new renovations and say, hey, you're going to get a Super Bowl because they did that with MetLife Stadium in New York. I'm not counting on that. Very minuscule. But 
you give yourself the option to have these events with this dome. And then you said, this shouldn't be a Clark Hunt decision. It should be a decision that we as Kansas City come up with. From just a strictly Chiefs decision. One, I don't know. Maybe Clark Hunt's been told, doesn't matter if you put a roof on. We're not bringing the Super Bowl to Kansas City. We're just not. Okay, maybe he has been told that. And if he's been told that... He's like, well, then why do I need a roof? Right. I was only, only going to get a roof for, for for a Super Bowl. And I get it. Those of you that go to Arrowhead, you don't want a roof. You right. don't want it closed. You want the elements. I get it. That's awesome. You don't have to close. Or you right. don't have to close it. You could legitimately work out some kind of arrangement with your fan base, basically, or whatever, and just say, look, we're going to keep this thing open. Our intent is to keep this thing open. It's to, it's to be an open-air stadium. But we have this roof for other things. And, right. or, or super extreme. I mean, Clark Hunt's like, oh, how great it was. Yeah, you know how great it was? We were freezing our tails off there. Maybe you'd, maybe maybe there's a number in which they would close it. Mm-hmm. It might have been that 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 Dolphin game. But I think that's part of the reason you leave the roof open, though. You have those yes, elements. There is that. Yeah, you have those elements. You have a roof that you don't have to close. We do have the issue, too. Clark Hunt likes grass. Right. He has said, Who doesn't? He has said that's a good recruiting tool. They like to play on grass. Players like to play on grass. It's a great for them to be able to recruit people. Right. We haven't quite figured out the roll the grass in method. Just hasn't. Mm-hmm. Arizona, I can't say it's been a rousing success. Uh, and Las Vegas has not been a rousing success. Hopefully it's better this week, but that's a short-term grow. Are the Raiders on grass? Do you play that game yes. on grass out there? They roll that in all the time. They do roll that in. Okay, that's okay. what I thought. Yeah. Hasn't gone all that great. The roll in, the roll out. It's, eh, well, it's, got, it's got some yeah. of its. It's got some of its issues. They haven't quite nailed that down yet. But by the time, by the time the Chiefs are to build this, maybe we got that knocked out. Right. And then also, again, if I'm if I'm having the roof open most of the time anyway, mm-hmm. I can grow the grass like normal. Right. Where I think the rest of the the parties should be able to to voice their thing. Doesn't Kansas City want a Final Four? Yeah. Don't you want Kansas playing at Arrowhead Doesn't, for the Final Four? Could Kansas, could Kansas City want other events? Yeah. That the Chiefs could help out with at their stadium? Mm-hmm. That is your stadium? Right. It's the Chiefs stadium, yes, but it, there's a component that's Jackson County, right? Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so some of this, I'm like, well, shouldn't that almost be up to a vote? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel like there almost should be a vote. Like, should there be a roof or not? Do you want these other events here in Kansas City? And quite honestly, let me throw this one at you. If you went to the Billy Joel, Stevie Nicks concert, wouldn't you have liked a little AC at that concert? That was the worst experience I think I've ever had in the stadium. It was so hot. <laughs> oh, it was and miserable. Were you at that How concert? was it? I mean, I saw people passing out. I saw Dana Wright was delirious leaving that concert because she was so overheated as well. Like, everybody, it was miserable. I thought Billy Joel was going to pass out. The I did, too. Drip dripping sweat and couldn't even stand up. He sat at the piano the whole time. Yeah, so so situations like that, like, that concert sucked in the heat. Wouldn't you like to have been able to close the roof, turn on the AC, and have a nice climate-controlled event? I know I would. I don't need to sit out I that I think mess. you could have enough assurances to say, Chiefs fans, we're going to keep that thing open for Chiefs. And game. that's all you have to say if you're Clark Hunt. We're never closing this for a game, but we want the opportunity Unless it's to a do Super Bowl this. Yeah. and they make us close it. Correct. Yeah. But to get a Final Four, to get other events where you have the the roof closed, to add more concerts, I would think they would want some of that. Yeah. And then the rest of it, like almost like civically. Right. Well, yeah. Kansas City would like the opportunity to host a Super Bowl. Kansas City would like an opportunity to host a Final Four. Mm-hmm. You could help by, I don't know, your, peop- your people. I'm yeah. saying taxpayers. Sure. Pay for a roof. Yeah. 
So I almost think that that part of it should be up for for a vote as well. Sure. Well, it kind of was, you know, and they voted no on that thing, which was a dumb vote back in the day, what, 17, 20 years ago, whatever that was. That was ridiculous, the way that they split the vote like that, right? The the bi-state? No, no, the original stadium renovations where you voted yes on the renovations and they voted no on the the rolling roof. On the roof. Yeah. So I don't know. I I feel like it's time to have some type of roof and then just have guarantees it's going to be open for football. Right. Because I think that's what people care about. Yeah, they do. That, they, it, that and, it's open for football. And, and that's right. I think sometimes people miss that. Just because there's a roof doesn't mean you have to close it. And the NFL doesn't decide. It's up to the home team. They'll decide whether or not they want it open. Except for and, the one game, which would probably be the Super Bowl. Which would be the Super Bowl. You, you, you have right. it closed. And who cares at that point yeah. in time, right? Yeah. Although this um, week, you could probably have it open. Probably so. have it open this week <laughs> if you wanted to. But how cool would it be like on, on Wednesday of a of the week leading up to the Dolphins game, the Chiefs put out there this week the roof is open, and, and I mean intimidating, and have all that kind of stuff, and you know, just I I think there's so much that you can do from that standpoint, but also from the standpoint of bringing other things to Kansas City, and that's what it's about right now. It's about growing Kansas City, and there's some people on the text line. I don't need any of this. Well, we don't care what you need. It's not about you. Well, it okay? kind of is. No, I I think it kind of is. Like, no, I mean, it's not, I think, it's not about I think, the one guy who doesn't want Well, I know, but I, that's why you put it to a vote, because people yeah. vote on it. I think, I, does Kansas City need it? I know the Chiefs don't want it or need it, they think. Right. But does Kansas City need does it? Kansas I City would say you might. I think, I think the city, yeah, to take that next step to that next level. I, I just hate the blanket. Nobody wants this. That's not true at all. Well, I think if you ask Kathy you, Nelson right now, would you like a dome? That's why you put a vote. You know, she'd probably <laughs> say, yeah, I'd love to have a dome so I could go get more events. I mean, we're doing wonderful without it. But just think about it, being in. We would be in the Final Four rotation. No city has hosted more NCAA tournament games than Kansas City. City. And we're not able to do that oh, to the be, level. It would be automatic. Like every Auto-matic. four years, we have the final four yeah. year. Yeah. It'd be huge. And it could be another, like, kind of home base for the final four, going back to its roots, going back to where the NCAA began, going back to the home of college basketball, having the final four here. My gosh, it would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You get that. You get, you get that in a heartbeat. I guarantee that. I don't know about Super Bowl. You might not. Right. You might not. But the, the final four. You're yeah, you're massively in that rotation right. every every time every chance you get. You are Indy. Right. <laughs> you are Indianapolis. It gets it all the time. You are probably the Dallas. You're you're in that you're in that mix where every yeah, four years, whatever their rotation is for it now, you're gonna be mm-hmm. you're gonna be on that list. Without even a blink. Yeah, somebody wants to know what what's t- this this one gentleman I, I believe on the text like very negative ab- about all of this, um, and he was the one complaining about the airport. Uh, wants to, to pander to soft Kansas Johnson County people. Build yourself an event stadium in Kansas if you want this. I'm just reading. This is one guy. Bring us a Super Bowl that no one can afford to attend and give restaurants a couple of more bucks for a day or two. No, yeah, what's T-Mobile Center for? So build a room for the casual Johnson County Country Club level people. (laughs) Go to T-Mobile Center. T-Mobile Center is not big enough. (laughs) T-Mobile Center cannot host a Final Four. You sit club level, I'd bet my entire life on it. Actually, I don't. I've never sat in the club level. I don't. I mean, do I? Am I on the sidelines now? Yes, yeah. so it's a different story. But when I yeah. go to games, no, I'm in the 300 level. Yeah, I sit, I sit in, in the corner of the end zone with Ralph in section yeah. 124. I'm like, I'm like yeah, no, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have that kind of coin. God, but I, I wish. Do I want these events in Kansas City? Are they good for Kansas City? Yeah. Yes, they yeah, are. They yes, are. They are. Yeah. Yes, they are. Why can't they do the Final Four in Sprint Center? Too small. Too small. They don't do it. I think it's 36,000 minimum capacity yeah, for the Final they Four. They don't play Final Fours at small venues anymore. Yeah. Nope. 
Nope, nope, nope not nope. doing it. Ha- hasn't been done. The last Final Four uh, from, from the 816. Tell Mr. Negative that we'd be able to get WrestleMania. Oh, now he's in. <laughs> um, I think the last Final Four, if I'm not mistaken, in an arena was like 96 at the Meadowlands. I'd have to look. I think I there think was, that's there was, was the rage. It became yeah. became the domes. It became you know? the domes. Yeah, I remember. And then people said, "What if we put these back Detroit in the arenas?" You know, Detroit. Yeah, but they're they're not. Mm-mm. They sell too many tickets. Right. Yeah. Even <laughs> though you can't see from the yeah, upper deck. They sell deck, too many bad hey, view. Whatever. Bad bad view tickets. Yeah. So that's the way it happens. What's the, what's this one here? Glendale, right? Yeah. Phoenix. And f- yeah. It's in Phoenix this year. Yeah. Okay. That's a dome. Yeah. That's yeah. A, the that's a, the card. Look how much right? look how much Phoenix has gotten because they built that dome out there though. Josh, they get Super Bowls, they get Final Fours, they're in the rotation for regionals now and everything. Right. It it helps you get these big events. I like our city having big events. I love us being on the map. I think it's great. Uh, Allegiant Stadium is also getting one, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's Las Vegas. Yes. The NCAA is going to Las Vegas. Correct. Now. Yeah. Phoenix State Farm Stadium. San Antonio, mm-hmm. Alamo Dome, Indianapolis, Lucas Oil, Detroit, Ford Field, Las right. Vegas, Allegiant Stadium, Indianapolis, Lucas Oil, North Texas, AT&T Stadium. Get where I'm going? Yeah. Big big arenas. Big arenas, big dough. Football stadiums, playing basketball. Uh, our conversation with the Chiefs General Manager Brett Veach on the future of Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey, how we got here to another trip to the big game, and more next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
You pick the music on the way back Wednesday, 903-586-7610. Elvis uh, lauding all the things to do in Las Vegas. That's (laughs) right. Well, yeah. It hasn't changed either. Just more expensive right now. No more 99-cent shrimp cocktails. No. No. Cody Tapp paid $26 for a cheeseburger, he said yesterday. Yeah, that's a ripoff. Anyway, shout out to Gina in Montgomery. Yeah, way to go, Gina. Well, Gina the, the, in Montgomery. Uh, the bad part is... How you doing, Gina? He's only getting 25 bucks a day. Yeah, so right. Yeah, so he's he's going in the hole with this trip. Yeah. So good luck. Good luck to Cody and Gold. They'll be uh, continuing our coverage uh, of uh, of the big week, but they are live in Las Vegas. That's right. Uh, coming up 10 to 2 today, and uh, Bobby Witt Jr. will join them at 1130. Have they, um, have they interviewed an Elvis impersonator yet? Like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, if you, if you haven't, if they haven't interviewed an Elvis impersonator or a guy passing out the strip club cards mm-hmm. on the strip, then, mm-hmm. then they're not doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> You're just not right. <laughs> Go out there and interview that gentleman who's like 800 pounds and thinks he looks like Elvis. And that guy with the hoodie Snapping on passing cards. out the, the strip club cards. Snapping out yeah. cards. Um, should I go on? Uh, Big 12 championship game, maybe a bowl game. Yeah, national football uh, championship. Maybe, uh, be in the mix for a national championship of college football. Right. Those are all played in, right. in venues like that that need tops on them. Right. Yeah, yeah, like what we saw the college football playoff, how great that was. I'd like to have that here. Yeah. You can put turf down for those games, too. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Whatever. I think there are options that they're leaving on the table. That's all I'll say. Uh, our chance to uh, chat with uh, Brett Veach. We aired the uh, the interview a little bit earlier in the show, but in case you missed it, for our for our later crowd, we wanted to bring it back to you again. Brought to you by Spice and Foods, the official sauces of the Kansas City Chiefs. How does this one uh, rank? They've been to the Super Bowl seemingly year after year after year after year now. It's not getting old hat though. No, it's really not. But where does this one rank? Is where we start with Brett Veach. Oh uh, well. Um... Hopefully it's number one and we have a lot of work to do and we got to get one more, one more win. And it's going to be against a great opponent with a ton of talent on both sides of the football. But I certainly feel like everyone has been better than the last. I mean, there's always that sentiment of the first one, but I just think like the pressure to win the next is greater than the first. uh, If that makes any sense. I, I was just, talking to someone earlier where I, I don't ever remember being like nervous or anxious for the first Super Bowl because it was exciting to be there. But I think what happens is um, once you experience what it's like to hold the trophy and to be there with your family and to have a parade, like once you're on the other side of that and you know exactly what that experience is like, well then um, there's that fear of failure because of knowing what you'll miss out on. So um Certainly felt a lot more pressure and anxiety last year. And then this year, um, you know, we had a couple bumps along the road. And, you know, I don't know if everyone expected us to be here, but, um, you know, those those playoff games were, were more tense this year, too, going on the road. Talk about two big wins. I mean, going to, to Buffalo and, and to Baltimore. So, um, yeah, I mean, if we're blessed and fortunate enough to, to pull this off and win more, one, one more game, this would be at the top for me for sure. There seemed to be a lot of, I guess, nervousness, maybe questions all season. I'm like, wow, this is weird. This is a defensive first team, seemingly. And, and I don't think Kansas City was quite quite ready for it. We thought a lot of offense before, and the defense was always kind of looking for that spotlight. And and this year, finally kind of getting that. But obviously, they, they were great. Was it a different kind of feel for you as well because of the defensive side of the football maybe being maybe the headliner this year? Yeah, I mean, a little bit. I think we've all... Um 
maybe been spoiled to a certain extent with the, you know, the offense year in and year out. And it just seems like every year we just um, roll the ball out there and we're one of the top teams, you know, in yardage and points. Um, there was a different sense, I think, in in the OTA period and certainly training camp period um, in regards to the defense. I mean, this defense looked different um, early on. And it just looked – it was it was a combination of, um, you know, the depth we've had acquired over the last few years and then combination of wow these young guys these young dbs are are you know last year with all those young guys you know you saw flashes in training camp and you know they grew 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 and then all of a sudden they start playing really well in the postseason and now all of a sudden you add some new players in and those young guys just picked up where they left off from the last super bowl and so everything was happening super fast for our defense and i think pat had kind of alluded to that in some of his um, you know, press conferences throughout the year, just like this defense was hard for him in training camp. And um, then on the flip side, you know, we bring in two new tackles. Um, you know, we had an offseason where we had lost both starting offensive tackles, and then you bring in some some new skill players. Um, typically, though, the chemistry is has been smooth, and we, when we've had turnarounds like that, and this year was not as smooth. Um, but I don't think we ever lost confidence in the sense that, um, you know, we're just – going to have to figure out a way to score three points a game and win games. I mean, I think there was always that belief and confidence. Like it was more of a matter of just finding a little bit more, um, or I should say honing in on a little bit more of exactly our identity and, and exactly the feel and whether that be the game calling, the rotation of players, um, the tempo of the game, um, how we're going to do the scripts and all that stuff. And, you know, it, it was one of those things that was kind of tweaked on a little bit here and, you would do something and it would work. And then, you know, a few weeks later it wouldn't work. And so then we tried, you know, and these were all small adjustments when it's not, you know, complete overhauls of scheme or anything like that. It was just, just putting, you know, the, the, the fine touches on exactly, you know, what would make this offense um, in regards to the quarterback's plate, the receiver's plate, the run game, and what's going to make this most efficient. And, you know, some years you hit on what you think, uh, right off the bat, I mean, I don't know if you guys follow car racing a lot, but sometimes you know, unload the car off the truck and it's fast, and sometimes you make a couple pit stops and it, and and you think you're in the right direction, but actually you made the car worse. But you bring it back in and then you go in a different direction, and it's one of those things where if you keep the car on the track, right, and if you don't have a wreck, you keep the car on the track and you just keep making the small adjustments, and, and then you let the drivers, which would be Coach and Andy, you know, they'll they'll bring it home. Um, and I think that's what this staff did. They we just we were massaging small adjustments throughout the course of this race, and um, you know we have this thing dialed in now here, and, and we feel confident. Um, you know, um, one more again, one more game to go, and it's going to be a lot of hard work. But you know, I think you know the the mindset of this team is 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 really good, and I, I know these guys are playing fast, and they're as confident as they've been all year. Talking with Brett Veach, and you know, you you say all that, and Josh and I look at each other. We're like, we're close to two one thousand yard receivers in Rashi Rice and in Travis Kelsey, and close to a thousand yard runner and Isaiah Pacheco. Like, I think sometimes people look at this offense and go, "Oh, it's no good because there's no speed burner going down the field like there was for a couple of years." But to have two guys close to a thousand yards receiving and a guy close to a thousand yards rushing, that's very rare in this day and age in the NFL. Yeah, it is too. Um, you know, some of it goes to just the expectations and, and, you know, listen, we love it because, you know, we're always trying to set the bar super high. Uh, another thing too is, you know, I don't know, I don't have it in front of me 
where we finished exactly in, in yards. I know we were, you know, in, in the middle tier there in points, but just my yard standpoint, I don't know if we were 10, 11, 12, something like that. But, you know, when you also factor in that, you know, throughout the course of the year, um, the turnovers, I mean, we were one of the worst in the league in regards to protecting the football. Now, you know, if you cut that in half and you give Pat Mahomes X amount of possessions more, well, then your yards is going to go up and then your points going to go up. So, you know, sometimes I know it's cliche-ish and, and people just take it for granted. Well, you know, we just have to take care of the football. Well, that that's a big deal in this league and, and these games are, are tight. And, you know, if you protect the football and you don't commit half of those turnovers, well, you're going to be a lot higher in total yards. And you're going to be a lot higher in turnover point, total points. So it was a situation where penalties and turnovers um, were just at like an all-time high for us. Um, fortunately, though, you know, in regards to just you know, tweaking some things on both sides of the football. Um, you know, I like to think that has played a factor into eliminating those mistakes. But, um, you know, when we go out there and our guys are, are dialed in and they protect the football and, you know, it, it was comical because it wasn't even like we were losing, you know, the turnover, like we were getting destroyed in the turnover battle. I mean, you know, turnover margins, three, four, I mean, it was just ridiculous. So, um you know, as long as we go out there and we can eliminate uh, mistakes and protect the football, I mean, we're going to be in a position to win every game. And I think, you know, that's the beauty of the last few games here where, you know, emphasis on detail and small things, you know, cut down the penalties, protect the football at all costs. If we do that, we'll have a shot to win. Has anyone benefited more from a week off than than Travis? <laughs> Play, playoff Travis seems... Like he's absolutely turned it on, but getting that getting that final week of the regular season, you know, off his feet. Yeah, it was big, and hopefully, um, it works out the same way with this with this week off for him too. And you know, we'll cut down the reps and give him some some more time. And you know, it's like any great veteran that has logged a lot of hours. Um, a little extra rest goes a long way. And um, but Travis is also one of those guys that you know probably learn learn from his mistakes in regards to taking care of his body and um he's been really great and really diligent the last few, few months here of, you know, maximizing that, that downtime and, and really um, focusing in on, on recovering the body. And he's, I've seen him twice today in the training room today. So uh, it's certainly a, a, a blessing to have a, a week here just to, I mean, you're, you're coming off three emotional games here and, you know, guys are, are certainly banged up and that's both sides. I'm sure um, they're dealing with the same thing over there in San Francisco, but um, it's good to catch your breath and um, have these guys get some extra rest. Um, just so both teams are coming out there and putting on a performance with um, with their guys as healthy as possible. Did Did you hear that he's dating Taylor Swift? You know, someone had mentioned that. Uh, I may have seen her on the field. I think on Sunday, so I, that kind of makes sense, I guess. Right? I mean, what <laughs> What's that been like for you though? To kind of sit back and go, "Oh my God, this is like I think it's the coolest thing ever. I love this." Yeah, I I think it's it's cool too. I, I'll say this um, when it first broke and i think it was like the chicago game i mean it was like a buzz in the building um and you know as it's happening in real time i mean you're thinking like all these things of how this distractions and all this um but i would say like after the second week when it was like official and they were there hasn't been anything like if you didn't go online you would have no idea that, that he's in a relationship with taylor swift doesn't talk about it. Players don't talk about it. Yeah, you'd think you'd hear the the songs at practice and all the guys getting on them and this and that. But I mean, there's such a high amount of respect of each other in this locker room. Um, but honestly, after the first week or two, it never gets brought up. 
it never gets mentioned. And the only time that we realize it again is when we're looking at our phones on a TV timeout and they have CBS zooming in on, on Taylor and, and, you know, you're reminded that they're, they're together, but, um, you know, Travis is a straight pro and, you know, it, and, and the guys treat him like that. You said at the beginning about, you know, kind of, you know, getting nervous. And if you win this one, it'll be your favorite. I'm looking at these now each Super Bowl each year, more of a legacy thing for Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Patrick gets this one. It's three for him. Andy gets this one. You know, that's his third. And it really changes their their perception and history of this game, winning the Super Bowl and continuing to stack them. How often do you guys talk about the legacy side of things? Um, so we don't, I mean, and you know, that would be the cookie cutter answer that you're going to hear, you know, you're going to be locked in and this and that, but I, I, I can't speak for Andy and I can't speak for Patrick. Um, what I can say is they never talk about it and they're focused on the task at hand, but I think that they're both internally driven for that same reason. I mean, everyone knows that, um, the type of competitor Pat Holmes is, and he doesn't miss a thing. And, you know, there's all that kind of banter and talk about what people are saying and and this and that it, but he he doesn't miss anything um he understands the magnitude of every situation um so these guys are good at compartmentalizing and just understanding that the legacy is what they want but like if it's not there and the wins don't happen unless you're totally focused in on the moment and the game and the play and the rep and so I think that's what makes them both great where, yeah, it's like it's they know what's at stake and that's going to be more important at the end of the day than anything they do. But they also realize it's not going to be something they're going to talk about and to get to where they want to go and to accomplish those things like they have to have total focus and, and be locked in at, um, at every single step of the way here in this process. And I mean, these are our big two weeks here and, um, it, it, you know, having done this a few times, I mean, it's certainly easy for teams to get distracted there. And, um, you know, that's why I think they'll have a, a good message to the team. And I think that they'll be um, ready to go. If Spags gets his fourth, I mean, is he among the greatest coordinators of all time? Well, I don't know. He's pretty good, man. I mean, he's the best I've been around. So now I, I haven't, you know, been having been here with coach, I've, I've had the, the good fortune to work with Steve a long time. And even back in our days in Philly, but since he has come here to KC, man, this thing has, has been awesome. And he is such a great guy to work with from my perspective we have such great chemistry um in fragency in the draft um uh, we we kind of have a system and it, it's been really good but i enjoy the feedback i get with him and you know we're able to sit there and go through the roster and go through scenarios and, and project scenarios and the what ifs and um it's made my job a lot easier um because we're always on the same page um but he is a perfectionist he is one of those guys that crosses every T and dots every I. And it is not surprising that uh, our defense has, has played so well. We have a great personnel staff and, you know, I think we provide Steve with a lot of pieces, but Steve will, he's like Andy, he will maximize and get the very, he'll get the very best out of every single player he has. And he'll always put them in the right positions. And it usually takes, now I don't know if it happened this year, but there's always that kind of, it takes Spags' defense a few weeks and then they figure it out, right? And that's because he, every team is different and you're going to have some new players come in every year, but he will sit there and he will watch, you know, a game 20 times and he'll find this one scheme, one setup that is best for this player. And he'll do the same thing for all players across the board. So that by the end of the season, he has all these guys 
you know, whether it be in the blitz package, the cover schemes, um, you know, it, it doesn't matter. He'll have the best packages for the best plays with the best players doing what they do best. Like if that makes sense. And it's, he's a special guy. And um, again, what an awesome coaching staff we have on both sides. All right. Before we let you get out of here, I want you to respond to the people who keep saying Andy Reed's retiring and Travis Kelsey's retiring at the end of this year. Well, <laughs> and they've heard um, from them directly um, because that is not something that I've, I've heard directly and I don't buy one bit of that. So for what it's worth, I mean, maybe I don't, I don't know anything, but I would be, sh- I would be shocked more than anybody. And I talk to coach every, every day. Very good. Brett, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Go get uh, another Super Bowl, continue to stack them. And then for you, third is GM too. That's kind of special. I'll take it, right? I'll, I'll take it. That's GM Brett Veach of the Chiefs. Joining us brought to you by Spice and Foods, the official sauces of the Kansas City Chiefs. You heard it right there. Well, they talked to him directly. I haven't heard it. Right. I talk to him every day. I talk to Andy like every day. Sometimes I just go down there and go, hey, man, what's up? What's going on? You retiring? And he's like, no, man, like I got work to do. We're not retiring anytime soon. Keep pushing that story, I guess. Again, as I told you, what was it, a couple of weeks ago, expect Andy Reid to sign an extension and be here for at least another five years. Travis Kelsey's got one to two more years probably left. So stop trying to push these folks out the door like they're doing on the national level. And even though we've heard from Clark Hunt, we've heard from Andy Reid, we've heard from Travis Kelsey, and we've heard from Brett Veach saying nobody's retiring and nobody's leaving, that narrative is still out there. ESPN was talking about it Could this morning. Could that be part of the anti-chiefers? They just, they're trying to stop well, this thing, to it's, stop it's, this it's, dynastic it's, train? It's part of the anti-we-don't-have-an-original-thoughters is what it is. And and we're just going to go out there and, and get stuff that may get people to react. And, and I understand why you do it. Believe me, I, I know you're trying to get clicks, you're trying to get people to watch, but... It, it, it's, a, it's a farcical topic to steal a line from our friend Al Michaels. It's a, it's a farcical situation. And so when I hear these folks at the national level talk about it, I go, wait a second here. We've had four major players, the two people that are involved, the, the owner and the general manager, all on this radio station, say that they are not retiring and not leaving after this season, yet the narrative still gets pushed out there. And I think right now it's just, it's just a bad look for Mike Florio and ESPN who continue to do this. Big game coverage brought to you by Community America Credit Union. Community America Credit Union is proud to be the exclusive banking partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Get your Chiefs checking account, including the exclusive Chiefs debit card at chiefschecking.com. Belichick once said, stats are for losers. And he wasn't far off. We'll get to that next. Little Marilyn May, baby. What a great voice. The ending is just tremendous in this song. 
Who requested it's not for a little while, though, is it? Nah, I think it's, it's still, yeah. still like another verse before she hits the note. Yeah. <laughs> How much time's left? You've got about 30 seconds. Left. Okay, oh, we can, right, we can we'll hang. Let it go. Yeah, yeah, let it go. Colin, yeah. Colin is the most recent. Colin is uh, the most recent one. It, but I, we've gotten dozens of requests this morning. All right, let her hit the note. Here, let's go. And the Chiefs are on the wall. I feel like I mean I feel so like good, right? Glass shatters yeah. when she hits that final note there. All the windows at yeah. the uh, the blue note back in the day yeah. or wherever she yeah. was performing, yep. right? Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. She was a gem. You requested music on a way back Wednesday, 913-586-7610. The Jay Southland Tow Service text line. Go see our friends at Jefferson's this week. Two locations, Lenexa and the, the Northland. And you're going to get 15% off your online orders for carryout and delivery. Just use promo code 610SPORTS. Limit one per customer on a $40 minimum order. Uh, I had the turbo wings the other night. Still got, a little, still got a little sweat. Right. A little, little brow sweat. I'm going to give they multiple. Were ni- they were nice and hot. I'm going to give multiple people the day off today because two people have texted in that that song sounds like a trailer for the new James Bond movie. <laughs> yeah, it totally does. Yeah. Yeah. James is on the warpath. Yeah. Go, James, go. It does. It does sound like that. I like it. Yeah. Did you get the crinkle cut fries at Jefferson's? I uh, did. Got to. Yep. Crinkle cut fries. The coleslaw. We got the coleslaw, too. It's very good. You slawed. Uh, my wife wanted slaw. So she's like, that slaw, slaw sounds good. I'm like, all right, slaw it is. That's a vegetable, you know. Well, this is why I went crinkle cut fries. Okay. Bob. I'm just making I mean, sure. That's, well, that's you know, potatoes technically crazy. a vegetable, right? Yeah. If you say it real fast, bacon lettuce and potato sandwiches, people think you're selling BLTs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? Why not? So uh, so go say hi to Nick and uh, head to Jefferson's this week. 15% off your online order at Jefferson's. Carry out and delivery. Promo code 610sports. Get her done. Yo, Nick! Belichick once said, again, stats are for losers. Right, he did. Some stats work. Some stats should be left on the cutting room floor. Some stats should never even exist. That's probably true as well. Some stats I just frankly don't care about. Most of them I don't care about. This new age of stat, I just don't care about. Do we think, win the game or not? I think they can be useful for mostly internal purposes. Sure. Way too much external. Oh, like way too much. The, yeah. the you and me's and fans of the world, I mean, a lot of these shouldn't apply to us at all. No. If, uh, if you're inside a facility or whatever and you're charting things to, to try to get your your car running right to mm-hmm. steal a Brett Brett Veachism, um, then yeah. But a lot of times they're they're ridiculous, and you had an encounter with someone who needed to step back from that. I did, I did. Um, we may have a thanks coach coming up here in a second too. Got a text from somebody. I'm not going to say who because I I don't know that I really got permission to use this. Not that I care, uh, but it was from a friend of mine. I think everyone that associates should know that everything's available. Yeah, right. You, you said it's probably going to be used <laughs> not, as not some to sort the of station one. The station one's got some legality stuff, but the, right. like the personal ones, forget right. it. Yeah. yeah. So this is a friend of mine sending me a text, and the question was, she said, she asked me, she goes, "Do you think Mahomes is better than Purdy?" And I thought to myself, am I being punked, right? Like, what, <laughs> yeah. like how so? Right? <laughs> yeah. Excuse where, me. Where are you going? What? Where I, are you said, going uh, I said, uh, duh. And then she said, well, my, my friend says that Brock Purdy is better because 
he told me about a stat called EPA. Environmental Protection Agency. Correct. He says that Purdy's is higher than Mahomes, and he throws for more yards per attempt than Mahomes, and so, therefore, he's better than Mahomes. This is where you need to hit the brakes when it comes to stats. I don't care what Brock Purdy's stats say. They could say anything they want. At the end of the day, who are you picking to be the quarterback of your team in the Super Bowl? Brock Purdy or Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. 100 out of 100 times. You're going to go with Mahomes, right? Yes. So why do I need a stat about anything to tell me who I I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going for his third Super Bowl win under the age of 30. He will be the only quarterback in the history of the world ever, all time, going back to Adam and Eve to do that. Were they at the first? They were at the first Super Bowl. That's right. They they had apples. Um, That's where the term "how about them apples" came Mm -hmm. from. I don't know if you know that or not. Uh Um, And so nobody in the history of life has ever done what Patrick Mahomes is on the cusp of doing, and that's why I get so aggravated with the nerdism of sports. The nerdization of sports drives me nuts more than anything, because you have people out there now trying to make a case that Brock Purdy is better than Patrick Mahomes. And you can have any stat you want at the end of the day. He's who not. Picking? Who are you picking? He's not Just better than Patrick Mahomes. Step back and Mahomes. say, who are you picking? Yeah. I mean, it's insane to me some of the stuff that people want to roll out there. And that's why I go back to the Bill Belichick line, stats are for losers. What, what do we say? There's only one stat that matters, and that's W's and L's, mm-hmm. or whatever that coach said that one time, right? Um, wins and losses. Did you have more points than the opposition? I If the game is over and Brock Purdy has a better EPA and throws for more yards per attempt than Patrick Mahomes, but the 49ers lose the game, do you think he's going to be walking around telling everybody about that? Like, do you think that's how you pick up chicks at a bar? Hey, I'll tell you what, in the Super Bowl, my EPA was better than Patrick Mahomes. I threw for more yards per attempt. Did, Did you, you win? win? Well, no. Well, then who the hell cares? We've got to stop with the nerdization of sports because we're losing the human factor. The nerdization of sports takes away the human factor. And there's no stat out there on God's green earth that you can put out there and say, this is why Patrick Mahomes, he just has it. Whatever it may be, a dad bod, a six-pack under the dad, whatever it is, the uncanny ability to win, the it factor, there's not many athletes that we've seen, Josh, in our lifetime that have the ability to win when you have to most. Jeter, Jordan, Patrick, those are the first three names that come to my mind of guys that are just winners. And if you look at Derek Jeter's stats, they were never that great. You know, he was a great statistical guy, but knew how to win, knew how to put his team in position to win. Michael Jordan knew how to win, knew how to put his team in position to win. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady know how to win and put their team in position to win. Trying to rationalize that Brock Purdy is a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes based on EPA and yards per attempt is one of the more ridiculous things I've ever heard. I just try to simplify things sometimes. Who are you taking? If your answer is not Patrick Mahomes, you're, you're I can't I can't help you. Right. Can't help you. And can't if you make, want to go back to stats and that's the case. world you live in, that's fine. Just don't you bring it into my you kitchen. Make, you can't make it the case for that. Big game coverage brought to you by Community America Credit Union. Community America Credit Union is proud to be the exclusive banking partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Get your Chiefs checking account, including the exclusive Chiefs debit card at ChiefsChecking.com. Ready?
Hey, Coach, appreciate the time here. Hope you've been well. Thanks, Coach. That's me, baby. That's me. I did that. I drew that up. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha. Run it again. You call him Coach. Talking about vegetables, and, and you said your wife had the slaw, and I mm-hmm. said that's a vegetable, and you said that's why I had the crinkle-cut fries. I go, also, potato a vegetable as well. From the 785, potatoes are a starch, not a veggie. Sorry to burst your bubble. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. <laughs> Two texts later, oh, man, I hope I'm the coach. Yes, yes you, you are. are. <laughs> you are. There'll be no follow-ups. And you had a fo- we allowed a follow-up there. We usually don't allow follow-ups. So good job by you, yes. Thanks. <laughs> uh, from the 816, I have a thanks, Coach. Thank you, Coach Reed, for being the coach and person that you are and not squandering Pat's talent by trying to make him conform to the antiquated style of quarterback play of the past. That is one thing that Andy Reed did, and that dates back to Alex Smith. The minute he brought in Alex Smith, he went and hired a coach that knew the system that Alex was familiar with and adjusted to Alex Smith. And then when they drafted Patrick Mahomes, he called Cliff Kingsbury Chris and said, Alt. Chris Alt, you remember that guy's name. Binkley yeah. would tell me about it all the time, so I do remember. Right. Right, exactly. Um, so um, so then when they drafted Patrick Mahomes, he went like and called pistol, Cliff Kingsbury. Pistol guy or something. Yeah, like. it's the yeah, pistol. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, Binkley will, Binkley will tell us that story at some point. Um, and, and so, yeah, Andy Reid. I mean, th- those are like the little things that people just don't talk about enough. We've seen so many coaches say, this is my system and this is what you're going to run. Andy Reid goes, okay, what do you do? Okay, let me find a coach who does that. Bring him in here. He can teach me so I can teach you. It's a brilliant move. It's why Andy Reid is a great leader and a winner. 610 Sports alum, DA of Mad Dog Sports Radio is going to join us. Why he thinks the Chiefs are still the underdog. We'll get to that next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.